Hello, and welcome back to the Iowa Type Theory Commute. It's the start of February 2021, and this is a Arctic edition driving out of my house in a, I think it's negative something Fahrenheit out here, and there's piles and piles of snow. Anyway, um, I am I've decided I want to switch gears and talk about something else. I've been talking about this relational type theory system I'm working on. Uh, for a while, and and it's time to switch gears and pick a different topic. And actually, there's two topics I'm pretty interested in talking about, largely because I'd like to spend some more time thinking about them. Um, and uh, and talking with you is a good way for me to do that, and hopefully interesting for you as well. Uh, so let's see. Mm, I got to decide. Any, meeny, my, mo. <laughs> Which one should I pick? I'm gonna. I guess I got to go with intersection types. Um, because, and I won't tell you what the other one was going to be, because who knows, maybe I'll change my mind after this, after talking about intersection types for a while. But, um, intersection types, that's what I want to talk about. That's going to be chapter, uh, I forgot what we're on now, uh, 12, maybe it is. Yeah. So, uh, intersection types. Okay. And there's, um, actually, boy, there's quite a bit of work on these, this form of type, and you uh, mean there's a whole there's a workshop dedicated to intersection type systems, for example, that's run for a number of years, many quite a few years, I believe. And um, in uh, Berendrecht, Hank Berendrecht, the <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody, but it definitely has to make everybody's shortlist for most um, knowledgeable type theorist and lambda calculus expert um, ever. Uh, he he has. Um, he has a couple of books. I mean, his the most famous book is probably his nineteen early nineteen eighties book called "The Lambda Calculus: Its Syntax and Semantics," which remains kind of the daunting standard of um, condensed knowledge on lambda calculus. Uh, and but he has another one that he published just a few years ago now called um, "Oh man, I think it's called Typed Lambda Calculus." I think it's just called Typed Lambda Calculus. Uh, it's, I always have to pause there because it's, uh, it's not to be confused with a really awesome handbook chapter he wrote in the early 90s called Typed Lambda Calculi, I think it is. That is really a great reference. If you want to learn about Typed Lambda Calculus, um, you, you could do, it'd be hard to do better than taking a look at that. Lambda Calcul, Lambda, Typed Lambda Calculi from Hank Berendrecht. I have a PDF. If you can't find a PDF online, just email me and I can share it with you. It's in some, sorry, lawyers. <laughs> um, it's in a uh, handbook of some handbook of logic and CS or something. I forget some big handbook, which I'm sure costs a million dollars and is out of print. But uh, but there he had a PDF just sitting on his website for a while, as he did for this monster book that this typed lambda calculus published five years ago or something. Well, I don't know. And that, that one, he had a PDF on his website as well. It's like a six or 700 page book. And one of the, um, uh, one of the uh, parts of the book is on intersection types. Like a whole, like a third of this gigantic tome is on intersection types. So, um, so there's definitely a lot of interest in intersection types in the literature. Now, what are intersection types? Well, um, the basic idea of intersection typing is to uh, 
to, to have a type which describes the situation when some term can be assigned to types. Okay, so suppose you can assign to a term a type A, and you can also assign to a term a type B, then with an intersection type system, you can assign the term to T, um, you can assign to the term T, the type A intersect B. You know, just written using like a set theoretic intersection symbol or something like that. Um, and so you're, as often happens in, in type theory, you're taking some meta language idea and you're reflecting it down into a type. So we had, for example, with uh, the types of system F, you're, of, of, you know, polymorphic typing, you're reflecting into the type system the idea that a term could be assigned any of a family of, sort of a uniform family of types. So like if you have the identity function like lambda xx, and if you just say you're in simply type lambda calculus, and you could say, oh, well, let's say you have a base type B. Well, oh, this, you know, lambda xx, this is a, a B to B function. And you can say, oh, and it's also a B to B to B to B function. And, you know, in fact, just in simply type lambda calculus, there's an infinite family of types that you can assign to this. But they're all, that family is very uniform. I mean, you can, it, you're assigning to lambda xx types of the form T arrow T for some type T. Uh, and, you know, polymorphic typing says, hey, let's kind of create a type for that. Let's say for all X, X arrow X, that reflects into the language, this idea we had in our meta language, this sort of observation that we can have um, uniform families of types for uh, terms. And intersection typing <coughs> is similar. I mean, in fact, I mean, it's funny because if you, uh, if you think back to this polymorphic typing, when you say for all x, x, or x, um, one way, I mean, there's this sort of very syntactic and sort of formalistic kind of way of looking at that, which is saying, well, for any substitution instance you want of this type variable x, so if you substitute a type t for x, then you can give the identity function the type t arrow t. That's perfectly, you know, sensible and legitimate way to view this. But another way to view it is to say, well, is to view the, the for all, the um, polymorphic type quantifier as uh, an intersection. Okay, so you can say, let me look at all that. Let's give ourselves some other base types. Like, let's say you have bool and car and stuff. And, you know, bool to bool functions, we have functions like not, right? Um, uh, car to car functions, maybe you have a two upper function where you put the character in uppercase. I mean, there's a lot of different functions at some of these base types. But for bool to bool and car to car, you do have identity function, right? The function that takes the boolean and returns the boolean. Takes in the character, <coughs> pardon me, returns the character. So now, so what if we just said, okay, okay, I want to take the intersection of the t sets of terms that have bool to bool and car to car. Well, you're going to drop, when you take that intersection, right, not doesn't make sense. Okay, I mean, sure, there are languages where maybe this could make sense, but sort of more strictly speaking, it doesn't really make sense to apply not to a character, and to upper doesn't really make sense to apply to bool. And so when you intersect these sets, you're going to drop out some of those functions. And you'll just be left with the, um, you know, these one, in fact, in this case, you'll just be left with the identity function. Well, okay, if you had divergence, you could have divergence too. But let's say we're, we don't have diverging functions for, for the sake of discussion here. Um, 
So when you intersect these sets of functions, uh, you know, you're only going to get the identity function. Uh, and so that's a way that you can view polymorphism as an intersection. It's cutting out all this stuff that behaves more specifically at a particular type. And you're just left with the things that behave totally generically. Like when you have a A to A function, like in Haskell, if you have an A to A function where A is a type variable, um, you know, that you can't, that you don't know anything about A, the type A. And so your code can't make any assumptions about A. It has to treat A totally generically. And, and the sort of theory of what it means to treat something totally generically is the theory of parametricity that we're talking about a couple chapters back. Um, but here we can just sort of invoke this informal idea that there's, there's no way your code could do something safe with an input of type A where A is a type variable. And if that's, you just have an input of type A, that's it. Go. Do whatever you want. <laughs> you can't do anything because you don't know what anything about that type A. And the language doesn't have a type case kind of operation where you could split on like, well, you say, well, well what if A is bool? And what if A is car? And what if A is an arrow type? They, you know, not, not many languages come with an operation like that. And in fact, that was part of the motivation for this paper of John Reynolds that we talked about, um, oh, I don't know, a month or two ago. Um, uh, that people seem to be interested in hearing about because that's one of my more played uh, episodes of recent times. Anyway, and that one, that was part of the original motivation was showing that you can't have this kind of type case operation um, or that you that's not possible to der derive that just given polymorphic typing. Um, so anyway, so intersection types. So you can have a, sort of an infinite intersection type like this with a, a polymorphic quantifier. But really when people are, when researchers are talking about intersection types, they're generally talking, I believe it's fair to say, about binary intersection types where you just say like A intersect B. I just have two types. And I think about the terms that have both of those types individually. Um, and I could say that one, one reason I could say with a small, a little tiny story, where I actually gave a talk at this intersection typing workshop on a workshop paper I submitted there some many years ago now, I don't remember, well, quite a while, like a decade ago or something. And um, I was basically talking about something about quantification, and I definitely was met with sort of like baffled stares because people, I think people were kind of, I mean, I'm sure probably somebody people probably were very aware that you could view polymorphism, polymorphic quantification as a form of intersection, but that's not the kind of form of intersection they were generally thinking of and meaning they were thinking of binary intersection types, um, which do have some pretty awesome advantages because, I mean, have some, there's a, it's really a totally different game than polymorphic quantification because of the sort of possibility of non-uniformity. I can pick two types that aren't sort of in some obvious way, um, you know, both having the same form, right? Like bool to bool, car to car, they're both A to A functions. And I can intersect, uh, with bi binary intersection types, I can intersect uh, types that don't look like that. I can say, oh, what if it's a bool and a bool to bool function? Now, that doesn't sound like that makes a, makes a load of sense. But anyway, uh, that's kind of the, the basic idea of it. And I need to go now to run to the grocery store. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you're well wherever you are.